0: Well good day to you and welcome to another day of these podcast audio devotions where we take a chapter of scripture and just read it with a little bit of exhortation application with the Old Testament one day and the New Testament another and we are on Deuteronomy chapter 5 In Deuteronomy 5 we're going to see the Ten Commandments repeated. Deuteronomy is a series of sermons which Moses gives the people before they enter the promised land. And here we see Moses' second sermon or speech begin. Then Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the ordinances which I'm speaking today and you're hearing, you may learn them and observe them carefully. How are they to learn and observe them? Carefully. Take notice of modifying words like that. Carefully. You know, Showing how they're to... How they're to learn and observe them. The Lord your God made a covenant with us at Horeb. That would be Mount Sinai, by the way. The Lord did not make this covenant with our fathers, but with us, with those, with all those of us alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face of the mountain from the midst of the fire. While I was still standing. Now, by the way, the reason he probably says that extra detail in verses 3 and 4 um, is because he made the covenant literally really with their parents. But the parents died off in the wilderness. And so now it's the younger people. And he's saying, this covenant is for you. The covenant is actually with you because you're the ones entering the promised land. So that's probably why he says it that way. Lord spoke to you face to face the mountain from the midst of the fire. While I was standing between the Lord and you at at that time to declare to you the word of the Lord. For you were afraid because of the the fire and did not go up the mountain, he said. He said, I am the Lord your God. This is what God said. God is speaking now. Verse 6, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me, first of the Ten Commandments. You should not make yourself for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children on the third and fourth and the first, fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. That means worthlessly. For the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. We're to honor the Lord's name. And and so, you know, taking the Lord's name in vain is not simply saying God's name with a curse or cuss word, but also saying God's name frivolously. The Hebrew people would not use, they would never say their covenant name for God, which, which we say Yahweh. Um, we really do not know for sure how it's pronounced. And one reason is they considered his name so holy, they would not even pronounce it. Verse 12, observe the Sabbath day. Sabbath means seventh to keep it holy as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But, uh, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work. You are your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your ox or your donkey or any of your cattle or your sojourner who stays with you so that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt and the Lord your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with you on the land which the Lord your God gives you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. And you shall not desire your neighbor's house, his field, or his male servant, or his female servant, his ox, or his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly At the mountain, from the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick gloom, with a great voice, and he added no more. He wrote them on two tablets of stone and gave them to me. And when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness while the mountain was burning with fire, you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders. You said, Behold, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen today that God speaks with man, yet he lives. Now then, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of the Lord our God any longer, then we will die. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God? Notice how they always say living God. Speaking from the midst of the fire as we have and lived. Go near and hear all that the Lord our God says. Then speak to us all that the Lord our God speaks to you. And we will hear and do it. The Lord heard the voice of the of your words when you spoke to me. And the Lord said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people, which they have spoken to you. They have done well in all that they have spoken. Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always that it may be well with them and with their sons forever. Notice how the Lord is like crying out compassionately. The Lord wants them to fear. That means revere. The Lord recognizes it's best for them to revere him. A good analogy of that, by the way, is not that it's arrogant of the Lord God or anything. God is the greatest of them all. God can't have pride or arrogance because there's no one greater. The sun of our solar system. If the sun of our solar system could think, the sun would know it's best for the earth to revolve around it. And it is, right? What if the earth could think and the earth thought, I don't want to revolve around the sun anymore. I'm just going to do my own thing. That would be terrible, wouldn't it? In like manner, God is the greatest. He knows it's best for our lives to revolve around him. It's best for us to revere him. Verse 30. God says, Go and say to them, Return to your tents. But as for you, as for Moses, stand here by me, that I may speak to you all the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which you shall teach them. They may observe them in the land which I give them to possess. So you shall observe to do just as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right or to the left. You shall walk in all the way which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live, and that it may be well with you, and that you may. Prolong your days in the land which you will possess. So they're about to possess this land. And God knows they'll be best. God is sent a Jewish nation state. They'll be best if they revere and follow him. We'll stop there today. I hope that we do revere and follow him. Have a good day in the Lord. God bless.